This is Roaring Light, your daily dose of faith, news, and community happenings from the staff of News Source One Mikiana, coupled with Christian independent artist music from Roaring Light Radio. So let's get ready to praise the Lord and smile the day away. The news is next. The Public News Service Doe Newscast, November the 4th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. A Texas environmental group is sounding the alarm about seawater desalinization plants proposed for the Corpus Christi Bay, warning they could have a disastrous impact on fishing and on tourism. Supporters believe that desalinated seawater is key to a sustainable, drought-proof water supply for the region. But Robin Schneider with the Texas Campaign for the Environment argues the briny waste that would be dumped into the shallow bay system would harm sensitive coastal ecosystems. There is a much more sustainable option, which is to use groundwater and water conservation and potentially to prevent evaporations on the reservoirs by using floating solar panels. The first desalination plant, scheduled to be built on Harbor Island, is one of four proposed for the bay, two being pushed by the port of Corpus Christi and two by the city. I'm Roz Brown. Recently, residents of the primarily black and Hispanic community of Hillcrest filed a civil rights challenge to stop the plant's construction. The area has long been the site of manufacturing that produces toxic waste. And as the midterm election approaches, the Black Man Lab Foundation and the New Georgia Project have mobilized a nine-city tour across the state to give black men a forum to discuss their top issues and concerns. More on that from Danielle Smith. Black men have been left out of the political conversation for too long in Georgia and across the country, says Marty Monaghan with the Black Man Lab Foundation. He says their lab sessions welcome men of all ages, but the target audience is 13 to 25 years old. Monaghan says some participants talk about why they haven't voted. When it comes to the younger demographic, their thing is, you know, we hear all the time that different things are going to happen prior to somebody being elected. And then it never happens. The truth is now you have the ability to hold somebody accountable. He adds the Black Man Lab has weekly Monday sessions in Atlanta, often attended by more than 100 people who discuss a variety of topics on professional and personal development. Now from the New York Times, six days after suffering a fractured skull and a vicious attack, Paul Pelosi, the husband of the Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, has been discharged from the Zuckerberg Hospital in San Francisco. Mr. Pelosi, who is 82 years old, reported to be resting at home, recovering from the injuries to his head, arm, and hand. The Times notes a 42-year-old man, David DePap, has been charged by federal prosecutors with attempting to kidnap Mrs. Pelosi and assaulting a relative of a federal official. This is PNS. Election officials in Michigan and other states are on the lookout for organized disruptions of Tuesday's midterm elections, but say they're prepared to deal with whatever happens. Reports from the Associated Press and other media outlets say Republican operatives pushing false claims about the 2020 election have recruited thousands of sympathetic poll workers. Michigan Secretary of State has warned local officials that hundreds of poll workers may be preparing to try and intimidate voters, both inside and outside of polling places. Oakland County Clerk Lisa Brown says as a precaution, she sent out instructions on how to handle problems. 
We have shared with our local clerks as well as our law enforcement election day crimes, misdemeanors and felonies, just so they have that tool in their toolbox to understand how serious we will take any wrongdoing on election day. Michigan GOP officials say they are not aware of any disruptions planned on election day. Mark Richardson reporting. Now to Hawaii, where a well-known island is one of many rural communities in the U.S. experiencing health inequities. We get more from Edwin J. Vieira for Soundbite Services. Before the COVID-19 pandemic, Lanai residents had access to an in-person psychiatrist two days a month, and a full-time social worker lived on the island. During the pandemic, psychiatry transitioned to telehealth, and in October 2020, the Hawaii Health Department outsourced Lanai's mental health care to a psychiatrist in Michigan. In-person psychiatry services are available on the nearby island of Maui. Brittany Light, who's covered the issue for the Honolulu Civil Beat, says telehealth is still a dominant resource, but it might not be what these patients need. The majority of these patients are still receiving care through telehealth, which can be great, but for people with serious mental health diagnoses, which these folks do have, it can be difficult to connect with a psychiatrist over a telephone call or a video call. Finally, Eric Kianoff tells us Election Day is almost here and one organization wants to ensure indigenous folks in Montana know how they can cast their ballots. Tahim Perez with Western Native Voice says people can register to vote on Election Day this Tuesday. In urban areas, the process will be a bit easier because people likely can register at their voting precinct. He says in rural areas with smaller precincts, they won't be equipped to also register people to vote. Individuals do have to go to the main county office, especially in rural areas like reservation areas, to register to vote and vote during the same trip on Election Day. People also can sign up to vote as part of late voter registration through Monday at noon. This is Mike Clifford. We thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service. Member and listener supported. You can hear us on interesting radio stations your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Welcome to Roaring Light for your weekend edition. It is the first Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in the month of November. How are you doing out there? My name is Keith, your host, and our highlighted feature artist of this weekend is, again, Jim Worthing, He sent me a number of Christmas songs some time back for the old St. Joseph Valley Gospel Radio, and we're going to be giving you those songs that he sent me some time ago for our weekend since we launched our Christmas music format on Monday for Roaring Light Radio and Tuesday for Michigan Music Radio. So, hey, we have a very windy Saturday coming up ahead. So you need to make sure you are prepared. Don't rake any leaves. Reported um, that gusts could be 50 miles an hour, so I expect there to be a wind advised the National Weather Service for this area. I don't have anything else to add. Continue to pray for Ukraine. Uh, there is news from uh, CNBC that Russia has softened their nuclear war threat stance which we just pray that it is good and is lasting. I do have the Nuclear War Crisis Podcast Season 2 of the Ukraine War Report still going on. And until conditions show me that Russia won't use nukes, 
there will still be a war report put out as necessary. Well, that's all for me for New Source 1 Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Let's go on to the weather, followed by Jim Worthing Christmas and bizarre information. Yes, it's that time of the year from Miss Sylvia. She has a lot more on Roaring or on Michiana 101, so check out the Thursday show. Wind advisory in effect from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. EDT Saturday. Asterisk what south. Winds 20 to 30 miles per hour with gusts up to 15 miles per hour expected. A few isolated gusts up to 60 miles per hour may be possible Saturday afternoon. Asterisk square portions of northern Indiana, southwest Michigan, and northwest Ohio. Asterisk wind from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. EDT Saturday. Asterisk impacts gusty. Winds could blow around unsecured objects. Tree limbs could be blown down and a few power outages may result. Precautionary slash preparedness actions. Use extra caution when driving, especially if operating a high-profile vehicle. Secure outdoor objects. Remember to take your clocks backwards one hour or Saturday night and replace your batteries in your smoke and carbon monoxide alarms. Your windy and rainy weekend forecast. Today, a 30% chance of showers, mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 71. South wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Tonight, a slight chance of showers before 7 p.m., then a chance of showers after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 58. South wind 15 to 20 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 35 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 30%. Saturday, showers, mainly before 5 p.m., high near 66. Windy with a south wind 25 to 30 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 15 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 90%. New precipitation amounts between a tenth and quarter of an inch possible. Saturday night. A 10% chance of showers before 8 p.m. Mostly clear, with a low around 42. Southwest wind 15 to 20 miles per hour decreasing to 10 to 15 miles per hour after midnight. Winds could gust as high as 35 miles per hour. Sunday. Sunny with a high near 65. Southwest wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly clear, with a low around 41. Monday, sunny, with a high near 60. Monday night, partly cloudy, with a low around 40. Tuesday election day, partly sunny, with a high near 61. Tuesday night, partly cloudy, with a low around 42. stars are brightly shining it is the night of the dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth a thrill of of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn
Shepherds, God, and angels. 
happening in around the area. Hope you get a chance to enjoy some of these holiday craft bazaars. Here is another day craft and vendor show just for you. You can head over to the Napanee home for the holidays craft and vendor show and that will take place at the Claywood Event Center located at 13920 North, 1100 West, Napanee, Indiana. And they have over 100 vendors, and that will take place on Saturday, November 19th, from 8.30 to 2.30 p.m. Hope you get a chance to see what Napanee has to offer. Looking for a way to support people this holiday season? You can head over to Re-Repeats. First annual Hats, Gloves, Scarf Drive, and this will take place at the Simonson Lake Tavern, located at 51426 State Road 19 in Elkhart, Indiana. And they will be accepting donations until November 22nd. Be sure to support your local people in the time of need. Take care and have a wonderful day. Here is another holiday bazaar coming up. You can head over to Oslo Elementary School, located at 24975 County Road 6 in Elkhart, Indiana, and that will take place on Saturday, November 19th, from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and they will have over 120 vendors, with everything being 100% handmade crafts as well as some baked goods. Hope you get a chance to support these local vendors as they have traveled near and far. Take care and have a wonderful week. Here is another opportunity for you to buy the perfect gift this holiday season or just to purchase one for yourself. You can head over to Trinity's Christmas Craft Bazaar and that will take place on Saturday, November 5th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And that will take place at the Trinity Lutheran Church and School, located at 3888 County Road 6 in Elkhart, Indiana. They will have over 75 vendors, and the youth group will be serving breakfast and lunch all day. Hope you get a chance to head over and support the school and church and see what else all the vendors have to offer here in Elkhart, Indiana. Take care and have a wonderful night. Looking for a fun way to volunteer this holiday season? Did you know that across the nation and the world, you can simply volunteer to ring bells? If you would like to volunteer to ring bell for your local community, you can register at registertoring.com and you will be able to pick a city and location to ring bells. 
the holiday season for Ring of Bells starts different times. This Friday, November 4th, will kick off Elkhart City's Ring and Bell season. If you are interested in Ring of Bells, you can head over to registerturnring.com or you can call Elkhart Salvation Army at 574-970-0088 to get hooked up to Ring them Bells. Be sure if you see a red kettle out there anywhere that you just drop in a penny or two and help them raise money for the community and any needs that the church and the community needs to take care and have a wonderful day. It's about that time. Here is another opportunity for you to get that perfect gift for somebody. You can head over to Beulah Missionary Church for the Holiday Crab Bazaar, which will take place on November 12th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. and they are located at 57595 Old Kenrow 17 in Goshen, Indiana. Take care and have a wonderful day. If you're looking for another fun event, you can head over to Our Lady of the Lake Holiday Bazaar and that will be located at US 12 Eagle Lake in Edwardsburg, Michigan on Saturday, November 5th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And you can also support your local small business, particularly Sticky Spoons Jam LLC. Hope you get a chance to enjoy this holiday bazaar as well as what Azure Michigan has to offer. Take care. And for more holiday bazaar happenings, go to Michiana 101 for yesterday for Thursday and find out additional events happening in Michiana. Programming update, programming alert. Next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we will not be having a normal Roaring Light podcast. We will be focusing totally on News Source 1 Michiana's coverage of the midterm election results 2022. So be aware of that. No Roaring Light until next Thursday. Election coverage goes hot and heavy Monday, Tuesday, and the results for you on Wednesday. Let's go to some music and Pastor Joel. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let earth receive the King. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature see. Heaven and nature see, and heaven and heaven and nature see. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs implore. Our fields and floods, our hills and plains. Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy.
the Roman leader Pontius Pilate stood before Jesus and said, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? John 18, 37 and 38. Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church, and we're considering the deceptions of the devil. And one of the devil's main strategies today is to suggest truth is relative, subject to change. And one of the main reasons we fall for it is, well, we want what's fashionable. I know that's often my problem when truth is staring me in the face. Pilate didn't have to be influenced by postmodernism when he ducked and dodged around Jesus' truth claim. Pilate would not let truth trump his bigger concern, satisfying the crowd, Mark 15, 15. This same crowd did not want to hear some outdated truth Jesus was bearing witness to. Some things will never change, as the meat puppets once sang. It all began with a serpent saying to Eve in the garden, Did God really say? After which the devil invited Eve to buy into rival facts. You will be like God was offered as a new alternative, and Eve caved to the serpent's pressure. And the devil's tactics have not changed. If the devil could make God's word seem outdated at the beginning of human history, how much more in our day when the Bible truly is an ancient manuscript, and we have more fresh information available to us than at any time in human history? We have the internet, and many of us in our day, we fancy ourselves to be truth seekers, we can research and find out almost anything we want to know, whether it's about the election results or COVID and vaccines or who killed John Benet Ramsey. So why is it that our desire for truth and greater ability to discover it have produced the situation where truth is less certain than ever before? Maybe Jack Nicholson is right. We can't handle the truth because we want to be like God. Oprah Winfrey declared at the 2018 Golden Globes, What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. What Oprah is sure is true is that you have your truth. Oh, and I have mine. Our own truths are our most powerful tool. And it's not just Oprah. Your own truth is common phraseology. So let's think about this for a minute and see where it leads us. We're born into a world that you and I did not create. It was filled with meaning, with truth, before we ever arrived. I mean, you'd have to be a brain in a vat to say there's no meaning apart from your beliefs of the world. But many people today claim our right to live out our own truths in this world. Now, I'm not denying we can have different perspectives on the world. Actually, different perspectives benefit our understandings of the world as we journey together through life. I believe we get a fuller understanding of our world by sharing what we experience. For example, if you and I get on a plane flying together to New York, I may look out the window at all the scenery and feel on top of the world while you're reading a book about airplane aeronautics while feeling cramped in your seat. We don't have to argue about whether the flight was an exhilarating experience or a boring one. I could tell you about the incredible sights I saw, and you could tell me about the plane, sharing objective truth about how a plane flies because you read up and you'd know more than me about it. You could explain how the airplane was designed to deal with thrust and, and lift and deal with gravity and wind and 
This is why we can travel safely at 30,000 feet and 600 miles an hour. What if I said to you, eh, that's your truth. I'm getting to New York based on my own truth. I have my own feelings about thrust and lift and why we're airborne. And I have an alternative theory on gravitational pull and it's just as legitimate as yours. I bet you'd be thankful that I'm not an engineer who designed this plane. What's your point, Joel? Subjective feelings and experiences do not trump objective truth. It's popular today to say that there's many ways to get to heaven. You get there your way, I've got my own way, and you're supposed to affirm these beliefs because we're all entitled to our own truths. My friend, I care too much about you to affirm your theories about heaven are legit. You and I are a mess. That is not my perspective either. The Bible says we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. None of us will ever be good enough for liftoff. We haven't obeyed God's law perfectly on our best day. Now I've read God's basic instructions before leaving planet Earth, the Bible. And it says we have to put our trust in the Son that the Father sent to save us by His obedient life and His death on the cross. I know you've probably heard that before. The gospel is old news. And there's plenty of new popular beliefs and other old religions that recycle themselves and make their rounds and sound so fresh. And folks say, choose the one that works for you because they all get you to where you want to go. Friend, Jesus doesn't give us that option. He makes the exclusive truth claim that he alone is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through him, John 14, 6. I want to encourage you, friend, to consider the old news that is the only good news in a world of shifting sand. Satan would like nothing better than for you to ignore the truth that stares you right in the face and to trust in some new fashionable, something that is ever unstable, something that won't get you to your destination. If God did not spare his own son, but gladly sent him to die while bearing witness to a sure way to glory, would it not be a good idea to listen to his voice? Will you be a person of the truth or a person of your truth? I pray you choose the former and the firmer. Trust in Jesus, my friend, and then remember who you are and who you belong to. Heisman candidate Hendon Hooker says prayer is essential to life, adding, God has blessed me. This is truth itself. The senior quarterback who has led Tennessee into the top five while vaulting into Heisman Trophy contention said this week his pregame prayers focus on family, health, and gratitude. Hooker has guided the volunteers to an 8-0 start, including a high-profile 52-49 win over Alabama that broke a 15-game losing streak to the Crimson Tide. He is considered a favorite for the Heisman Trophy, college football's most prestigious individual award. A video recently went viral on social media showing Hooker on one knee, bowed in prayer moments before kickoff. A reporter asked him about that prayer. Hooker said the prayer focuses on his family's travels and the safety of his brother, Alston, a freshman quarterback at North Carolina A&T. Hooker said, it's the same prayer every time. I'm a routine type of guy, just praying over my family, thanking God for safe travel. I pray for my brother as he had his game. I'm praying for his game and their safety. Then just praying that God touches my mind, my hands, my feet, to just go out there and do what he's blessed me to do, to put on a show. 
Hooker, a transfer from Virginia Tech who is in his second season as a volunteer starter, has been outspoken about his Christian faith. Last year, he and Alston released a book, The ABCs of Scripture for Athletes, that included their favorite memory verses. It was designed for children and published in the form of a comic book. Truth Itself is brought to you by trainapastor.com, where Timothy Kroll is training untrained pastors around the world who can't afford training. We're over two-thirds of the way toward our goal of training 3,000 untrained pastors using Dr. Kroll's 50 years of experience in Bible and theology training. It's a goal that God has called us to. Join us at trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at breakthrough research in the fight against depression. A peer-reviewed study published this week by the New England Journal of Medicine shows that a single dose of psilocybin, the hallucinogenic derived from psychedelic mushrooms, is effective in alleviating severe depression when it's combined with talk therapy. We've established that one in five of those people for whom everything else had failed so far had seen significant improvement after 12 weeks. Sir Norman Lamb chairs the South London and Maudsley National Health Service Trust. I think it's very exciting. Uh, I mean, we should be clear, it's, it's not likely to be a panacea for eradicating depression across society, but what this shows is that, particularly for those people who have what we call treatment-resistant depression, where, you know, existing treatments, antidepressants, simply fail to have any impact. A significant proportion of those people appear to respond to psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in magic mushrooms. The study's authors hope that its data will lay the groundwork for the US Food and Drug Administration to offer regulatory approval for the use of psilocybin in the treatment of depression. 16 million Americans alone are estimated to be suffering from it. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. It That glorious song of old From angels bending near the earth To touch their harps of gold Peace on the earth Good will to men From heaven's all-gracious King
shall come the age of gold when peace shall over all the earth its ancient splendors flee and all the world give back the song which now the angels Oh, silent flocks by night. 